Welcome to E20's fanfiction. It's a tale we tell of secrets and scandals. You've been voting in our polls for what you'd like to see. And we have been writing. There's a lot of drama. There's things we've been hiding. But no Dark Martin. Welcome to E20. It's Fan Fiction Week. Yay! Obviously next week will be another roundup and we hope you enjoyed last week's. But this week it's all dedicated to our collaborative fan fiction with you guys. I'm Emma. And I'm Connor. And we're about to read what you chose for chapter four. Does Connor end up with his holiday romance? Oh, I do hope I do. So we know they had a, a big holiday romance in Chapter 3. It's quite yes. centred around that. And you voted yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the event that will take place is a quiz night at the Vic. Ooh. We said, what would you like to see happen at the event? And you said, a kiss with a love interest. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, I'd say. <laughs> Sorry, Doc Cotton's here as well today. <laughs> <laughs> She's also here via Skype. Yeah, yeah. You're right, Doc. <laughs> We're from Ireland. Oh, is Father Dominic there? <laughs> oh, yeah, funny you should mention him. Yeah, he is. Father Dominic. Father Dominic. Oh, Father Dominic. He might not be answering because he's called Dermot. That'll be it. <laughs> And we asked if you'd like to see an argument at the event and who would you like to see the argument happen between? And you voted us two. Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm, not, I'm not sure how to feel about that. I don't know. I'm not sure how to feel. Oh, it's a bit weird. <laughs> oh, we're like brother and sister, literally in this. <laughs> So now you know what you've picked. Let's read it. It's chapter four, secrets, shortages and suspicion. I'm going to be reading first, obviously. And then Emma will take over halfway through, as we always do, just to share the load, just to share <laughs> the, the burden of doing all the different voices and the narration. And the possibility of doing everything in one. <laughs> it's nothing more scary than when you have <laughs> you talking to someone else but also to someone else. And then you're also narrating it. And you're like, yeah. I don't know who I am, where I am, or what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> like, it wrecks your voice. It wrecks your voice, doesn't it? Especially if you've got Kathy or, or Phil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sonia for me. Oh, I don't Sonia? know what happened with Sonia. Oh, that was I don't classic. don't know what happened with Sonia. Oh, we need to put Sonia in a chapter soon, you know. I know, I know. I just want to hear that again. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, on with the show. It was dark. Connor was feeling a little heartbroken and Emma was just exhausted with the drama of the holiday. But at least they finally were back home in the Vic. Clearly that was a very short holiday. <laughs> <laughs> well, there wasn't both the crash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The holiday had been cut short. People didn't really feel like sunning it up after what happened. And Lisa just walking into the villa to make breakfast every day was getting to Phil. I can imagine that's true, yeah. actually, as well. 
could imagine him being like kicking off eventually because of that. I mean, it was a little bit weird, Lisa. Love you though. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, the travel insurance had covered Connor's stay in the hospital. Well, that's good. Always get your travel insurance, kids. Uh, <laughs> and and like a knight in shining armor, Phil managed to bail them out of trouble by paying for the damage to the boat Connor blew up. But Emma couldn't help but worry. The drama was forever going to follow them. Her concerns were not shared by her brother. He had other things on his mind. All he could think of was that kiss. <gasps> However, the moment had been interrupted when Lola and Lexi arrived in the hospital room and Jay quickly began to act like nothing had happened. Even worse still, when they got aboard the flight, Connor found that Jay had resumed his normal place at Lola's side whilst he sat with his sister, who spoke not a word and appeared agitated as if he had done something to annoy her. Perhaps he forgot to take the bins out before they went on holiday. <laughs> and you know how she feels about the bins. Oh, yeah, 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 the bins are serious. And even now, in the dark gloom of the early morning, she was still avoiding eye contact and conversations. She even rebuked his offer of watching the hit Netflix documentary series Tiger King with him, citing because of that bitch Carol Baskins. <laughs> I mean, isn't that everyone's reason for why they don't want to watch Tiger King? It's just because of that bitch Carol Baskins. Hey, sis, what time are we opening? Probably the same time every day, Connor, but okay. <laughs> what time are we opening? Connor asked. Desperate for some kind of interaction, no reply came. Climbing the stairs, he made his way into the kitchen and saw his sister pouring over a pile of unopened envelopes. The contents were all the same. The same strange and cliché cut-out letters taken from magazines and glued together to demand the money that was rightfully theirs. To add to the overall mystery, each threatening demand ended not with a name, but with a cherry cut out of Mary Berry's cookbook. <laughs> oh, I love this. Um, the two Slater siblings stared at each other, puzzled by the cherry. What was the significance of the cherry? They don't even like cherries. <laughs> oh, we're, we're so amused by our own words. <laughs> I know. We're such, we're such children. <laughs> Maybe we should just do as they want, her brother proposed, his naivety striking his sister like a red-hot iron to the head. Little shout-out to little more there. <laughs> Couldn't help but put that in. Oh, right. Why didn't I think of that? Oh, wait, I did. Unfortunately, the money our poison pen pal is demanding no longer exists. We sunk it into this place. Emma snapped back, her words jaded and cutting fueled by stress. Maybe we should just go to the police, Connor suggested. Another brilliant idea. Hi, officer. We'd like to report that we are being threatened. They are demanding the money we stole from a gangster. We helped escape prison. Emma said sarcastically. Listen, I can't think about all this now. We are going to be hosting a quiz night. His sister announced, lacking her normal jovial tones. 
she was clearly still annoyed about the whole boat accident. It wasn't like he meant to blow it up. And how did he know that Phil was going to pay the bill and leave them indebted to him? I'm sorry about what happened. Connor apologised, his words childish in tone. You're always sorry. Just go to the Minute Mart, get some extra crisps. Jags is coming over with Habiba and she's now eating for two. Emma demanded. It's very thoughtful of you to think about the little one there, Emma. Very thoughtful of you. <laughs> always thoughtful, always thoughtful. Always thoughtful. Little Hags is on his way. And, <laughs> and you're thinking of his his nutrition. <laughs> little Hags. <laughs> <laughs> is that what they're going to name it? <laughs> they're going to call it Hags, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you hear that bit of gossip from? He questioned. Lola. Emma responded. Connor's face flushed with embarrassment, worry and annoyance. Suddenly, everything was very tense and awkward. He couldn't tell his sister about the secret kiss. It would only make her even more annoyed with him. It was better to keep secrets. It's not like they ever come out at the most inopportune time and ruin things. Although there was that whole David Day Christmas Day affair reveal that almost ruined Stacey's life. But that could never happen twice, could it? <laughs> Not in EastEnders. Not in an EastEnders fanfiction. Come on. Though it was morning, it was still dark out. And in the shadows, the young, dark-haired barman felt compelled to text Jay, who hadn't spoken a word to him since he broke off their kiss in the hospital room. He typed, we need to talk about what happened, and ended it with a kiss. Sending his message, only for the reply to come back moments later from Jay, saying, no. <gasps> oh, harsh. I'm getting the proper cold shoulder here. My, <laughs> obviously, all my feminine wilds is just not working. <laughs> Swallowing his tears back, Connor put his phone in his pocket. Just catching a glimpse of Tracy, snooping on him as she sneakily entered the Vic. wonder what she's oh. up to. wonder what she's up to. I don't trust that woman. She's Hello? been there. We hired her. We, ha- we gave her another job. We could have just had her out on the street. <laughs> <laughs> making his way to the minute. <laughs> Sorry, every time I think of making his way. Just making his way downtown. Making his way downtown. Making his way downtown to the Minute Mart. Da, 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 da. It makes me think of white chips. And now I wonder. <laughs> It's it's not a twenty podcast if we don't sing, is it? Like, come on, <laughs> everyone knows that we are going to sing cheesy songs that no one cares for, or really old songs that no one really listened to at the time. I was That's literally just... watching that film the other day as well. So now I've read that. That's all I've got in my head. <laughs> Making my way downtown. <laughs> I love that film. Making his way to the Minute Mart, he found it was deserted, save for Honey, and though they had plenty of crisps, all of them were prone cocktail. The worst flavour of crisp since the history of crisp making began. That's a bold statement. That is a very bold statement. (laughs) But I feel confident in that statement. (laughs) Emma would not be happy. I'm sure she wouldn't. I don't like them, so yeah, I'm with you. I hate hate prone cocktail crisps. Worst crisps in the world. (laughs) The only ones that are roll right with prone cocktail are skips. That was the only one that I didn't mind. And that is Crisp Facts with Connor. And that's Crisp Facts with Connor, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the spider's back! No way! As if! 
as if it's been waiting all this time. It's quite, quite a distance away from us, but I'm just going to take my eyes off it now. It just saves itself for podcast days. Every time. It just literally came down from the ceiling. Oh, that's awful. Just stay over there. If anyone would like to listen to part one of the spider drama, it's on last week's podcast where we do our uh, roundup. So yeah, go back, <laughs> listen to that, episode 29. Oh, <laughs> oh, well, I'll just try and ignore it. It's hanging over there somewhere, so I'll just, I'll just have to try and ignore it now. Um, it's very difficult with it still dangling right next to us Um, where was I sorry before the spider came in hey honey where's all the toilet roll the young Vic owner asked didn't you hear I don't know why she sounds just like me (laughs) (laughs) it's you just talking to yourself well Connor there's no honey there she's been gone for weeks (laughs) I just quickly run behind the counter, dressed up in a tabard, and I'm like, well, Connor, didn't you? <laughs> Connor, where's the toilet roll? Well, Connor, we don't have any. Well, did you know? <laughs> oh, Connor, nice to speak character. to you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, what this is really about is that Connor had a mental breakdown, became convinced that he was living in his standards, and actually every single character was just him. That's the dark truth of EastEnders fan fiction. EastEnders, um, the Connor edition. Yeah. Didn't you hear? There's a shortage. No one's got any, the brown-haired customer assistant said with a smile. That bloomin' spider. Is he making his way downtown? He's making his way uptown. <laughs> Get over on there. There we go. I feel safer now. Right. I can do this now. <laughs> the drama of this spider I swear to god how often is it come into this podcast so I got rid of it last time oh next week these little babies will probably appear oh can you imagine the whole family yeah. <laughs> Connor dropped 30 bags of prawn cocktail onto the floor and almost fell into a faint no toilet roll but what will we do what next Will the toilets no longer flush? Will we have to go down to the canal to relieve ourselves like beasts? The boy declared, his words trembling. I know. Billy's been using his old socks. Ew. <laughs> I'm just glad I don't ever go to the toilet. Honey cheerily replied, a statement puzzling Connor for a moment. But he had no time to question Honey on that. No, he was still in shock. Appalled at this latest disaster. I mean, who wouldn't be? This cannot be. We can't let Emma know. She's still recovering from the trauma of the bins. The power cut and Derek's singing. True. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing full well how his sister would react if she found out. She is right here. Emma's voice chimed. Connor nearly jumped out of his skin and turned to see his sister. Her face frozen with fright. Did I just hear that there's no more toilet roll? Emma's eyes twitching with rage, her face surging with horror. It's all right, sis. We will handle this. There must be some loo roll somewhere, Connor told her, but his words were not in any way reassuring. This is the end as we know it. Emma howled, her voice almost shattering the fragile calmness of the square, raising every stall owner from their half-asleep state. Connor and Honey dared not say a word. The prawn cocktail crisps were one thing, but no toilet roll? How could he fix that? I'm sure we could get some shipped in. Maybe Nan can get 
fat Elvis to get some before this place devolves into Tudor London, Connor suggested. His words seemed to calm his sister for a moment, but the peace was not meant to last. Suddenly, Connor's heart dropped as Jay stepped through the doors, but not alone. By his side was Lola, and on his shoulders was Lexi. Connor looked longingly. I've just realised something as well, but I'll, I'll get to it when we get to this the point. Because oh, you'll laugh. Oh, well. I'm excited. <laughs> Connor looked longingly towards the copper-haired boy, but Jay just turned his pale face away and acted like the good old family man that he was. Upset and tearful, Connor fled the store, leaving Emma to collect all the prawn cocktail crisps off the floor and pay for them since he had forgotten to. I can't remember how I did our voice, so I'm just going to go with, what was that about? <laughs> that sounds nothing like Lola. I apologise to the actress who plays her. <laughs> Lola asked. I was wondering the same thing. Emma said, staring a glare at Jay. A glare that told him she was furious. Maybe he's just still traumatised from the boat explosion. Jay replied, but Emma was not convinced by his words. So you two managed to work things out, did you? Emma questioned, ever hungry for the gossip of the square. I mean, who isn't though? Yeah, Peter explained that it was like all just a mistake. It was Lauren he meant to send those texts to and Lauren who he meant to phone. He was just drunk, Lola lied. Of course, of course. Of course. Ah, that explains it. So are you guys coming to the quiz later? Emma said. Pretending like she believed Lola's ridiculous lies. Oh, I, I forgot my wallet. I'll be right back. The ginger lad stated. This is the bit that I was saying. Because according to Connor's perspective, Jay's walked in with Lexi on his shoulders. Oh, where's Lexi? Because <laughs> <laughs> then here's the next bit, listeners, that clearly we read this oh, so well. Yes. Racing out the door, Jay was rushing through the square, only for a voice to stop him. <laughs> Lexi's just flew off somewhere. <laughs> oh, thank God we don't actually pay for the show. The amount of continuity errors between scenes. Imagine editing it. Just be him, Lexi on his shoulders, and next minute he's just running and she's just gone. She's just gone. <laughs> I assume that... She's been put down and she's looking at like chocolate bars. Okay. Yes. yes. That's, That's what, what we're going for. Doing, guys. <laughs> so as Jay's ran out, she's looking at chocolate bars <laughs> and football or something. <laughs> you can't run from the truth, Jay. Connor taunted from Arthur's bench. Oh, that bench is so funny, isn't it? <laughs> Are you smirking? Oh, smirking. Proper smirking. Listen, I'm with Lola, we've worked things out, and what happened in the hospital? That was a mistake. Jay declared, his voice trying his best to intimidate the young barman. She'll never love you! Not like me! Connor shouted, his voice tearful. That was quite good, actually, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) What neither of them realised was Emma had paid for her crisps and had caught the whole thing. (gasps) Ooh! Jay ignored his distraught admirer and returned to the Mitchell house to collect his wallet. But as he plucked the leather money pouch from the kitchen counter, he heard the back door swing open. You should really start locking that, Emma said. 
her arms cradling numerous packets of pink crisps. Oh God, it's just it's just all me. <laughs> I'm having a conversation with and myself. <laughs> Here I go. Here I go again on my own. <laughs> <laughs> These are the only vices that I know. <laughs> Literally, I do the same vice for both people. It's terrible. <laughs> We, we both do. Don't worry. So we are terrible at impressions. <laughs> your Phil one is very good. I, I, I do think your Phil one's very good. Emma, you startled me. Jay sighed. <sighs> <laughs> you seem nervous, Jay. Why is that? Is it something to do with my brother? Emma asked, already knowing the answer. Jay went to speak, but Emma thrust a finger into his chest and shoved him hard against the countertop, her face a raging storm. You! Don't you ever do that to him again! <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, that's a little callback to one of our favouritest, favouritest scenes with Hayley Slater. You! I love her. Emma cried out, her voice not sounding like herself as if she was channeling the theory of her distant cousin, Haley. <laughs> I, I didn't. Jay denied. Save it. She snapped as she began to walk away. If you come near my brother again, it'll be your family needing an undertaker. <gasps> oh. I love that, like, this version of Emma's, like, dark Emma. <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's like the complete Emma. opposite of me. I love it. I've got old Dark Martin, but I'm Dark Emma. <laughs> I hope I'm wearing a leather jacket in this scene. Oh, you need a leather jacket. <laughs> Suddenly, the door opened again, and Emma looked straight at Jay, who was even whiter than usual, and said, You couldn't lend me some toilet roll. Her words, both cheery and yet clearly threatening at the same time. Jay nervously looked under the kitchen sink for spare rolls and managed to find one last roll, handing it over to the frightening young Vic owner. Making her way back... <laughs> Singing again. Back down. <laughs> <laughs> Making my way to, I can't resist! It's so tempting! Making her way back through the market, she began handing out flyers for the quiz night at the Vic. I mean, how many hands do you have, Emma? Because you've got like a total amount <laughs> of crisps and flyers. I am secretly an octopus. And <laughs> I feel like I must I must have a bag. I would like to think you've I have a bag. <laughs> I'm carrying all the crisps in my arms for some bizarre reason. <laughs> They're your baby. <laughs> <laughs> She began handing out flyers for the quiz night at the Vic, telling people it's going to be a quiz like no other. Quiz... Oh, sorry. (laughs) 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 Oh, professionals us. Quiz night at the Vic. Hope you like prawn cocktail. Emma said to the former owners of the Vic, forgetting for a moment who they were. Linda's face scrunched into a scowl. Emma had heard she's doing much better, but clearly there was still hostility there. I'm I'm not sure we can make it, Linda was quick to state. Please, let me extend the olive branch. I just want us all to get along. Emma begged almost. All right, maybe we should just start over, Linda replied, her face becoming more gentle and full of surprise at the girl's offer. 
Emma continue to hand out flyers and inform the market stall owners of the up-and-coming quiz. She even passed one to Martin, despite it almost making her sick to do so. <laughs> but they did need the cash. I love how dramatic that is. <laughs> I, know. I love how dramatic the whole thing is. True, true. So now I'm going to stop narrating and Emma will continue the story. Walking back into the Vic, the young woman was greeted by the sobering tones of the piano keys and her heart stopped. As if the toilet shortages... As if the toilet roll shortages, maybe that should say. <laughs> I just saw that. <laughs> you know, the toilet shortages, there's absolutely none out there. <laughs> none. Not after the great toilet apocalypse. <laughs> Those were dark days. You had to dirty in the water. <laughs> oh my God. For those who don't know what that's a reference to, go check out our Halloween special episodes. Mostly ghostly. Oh, I died of cholera because my mom kept dying in the water. <laughs> and there's so many outtakes to that bit. Like, so many. Because I couldn't cope. Like, every time it would get us, and then you started to go, it was just like, um, Patches the Ghost, that one. He ate that. <laughs> when you couldn't see, and then I would stop him. <laughs> oh, I love when we, we record, it's always just funny. Oh, it's so always funny. chaos, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but brilliant chaos. Brilliant organised chaos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As if the toilet roll shortages and prawn cocktail crisps weren't bad enough, now, the dreaded Derek had returned. <gasps> Not him again. But there was something about the haunting melody. It reminded her of the film her brother used to watch all of the time. Grease, if she wasn't mistaken. How I could be mistaken. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Grease is iconic. <laughs> Above the sound of an instrumental take on Olivia Newton-John's Hopelessly Devoted, she could hear muffled sobs coming from the back. Emma made her way past Derek, avoiding his gaze. And as she passed by Tracy, she could have sworn she saw the barmaid placing into her pockets what looked like one of her letters. But she didn't have time for that. She had to find the source of the whimpering. Slumped against the barrels, a coffee in hand, was her brother, distraught and sobbing. What's happened? the girl questioned. I can't, I can't say. You wouldn't understand. Her brother answered. Try me. Emma replied. It's cheap. Connor went to say but stopped when Callum appeared in the doorway and interrupted the moment. Emma, do you still want these mince pies cooked for four? Chef Callum interrupted, breaking the pair's moment. Yeah, I'll be there in a minute, Emma assured the chef. Sorry, go on. It doesn't matter, her brother claimed. Suddenly, Connor's phone buzzed and it wasn't a text from their poisonous, anonymous, obsessive... <laughs> <laughs> So many different words there. <laughs> <laughs> it was from Jay, and the text told Connor to meet him outside in the back alley. Oh, flipping heck. How naughty. I know. <laughs> How naughty. <laughs> the minute he stepped out, the pasty ginger-haired lad had him up against the wall. Oh, I say. But not in a good way. Oh. What did you tell your sister? Jay asked, his voice raised and his eyes full of anxiety. I didn't tell her anything, I swear! Connor proclaimed honestly. Well, she just came round threatening me and demanding toilet roll. 
<laughs> the ginger-haired lad declared, This has to stop. It was only a kiss. It was a mistake. Jay snapped, his chest pushing against Connor's, his face drawn ever closer. Oh, yeah? Then how come it feels like you could kiss me any moment? The young, slim barman whispered. I should have whispered that, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Then how come it feels like you could kiss me at any moment? The young, slim barman whispered. <laughs> what do you want from me? Jay said, letting the lad go. I just thought we could be together. Connor pleaded with a quivering lip. Swinging back towards the lad, he shoved him hard against the brickwork and spoke slowly, his agitated and aggressive tones scaring Connor a little. Sorry, it's just scaring Connor. I know, I saw it too. <laughs> scaring Connor a little. Scary Connor. <laughs> Scary Connor. <laughs> I mean, I am sometimes. Is that the budget version of Dark Connor? That's like Dark Connor, yeah, Scary Connor. <laughs> I creep around at night with a leather jacket on. <laughs> I'm like, the moon is full. They say you can hear the howl of Scary Connor. <laughs> Listen, I'm with Lola. What happened was a mistake. Got that? It was a mistake. Jay said, his face dangerously close to the other boy. Lola's voice could be heard calling for Jay and he quickly ran to her side leaving Connor to cry in the dirty alley behind the Vic. (laughs) (laughs) The day... That's just me in the corner crying. (laughs) The day progressed and eventually evening rolled in and as the punters started flocking to the pub eager to play their very special quiz Connor managed to compose himself enough to host the quiz whilst his sister served drinks from the bar. As Tracy suspiciously rummaged through the bin by the back door, the doors in front of Emma swung open, distracting her from the barmaid's odd behaviour. Hi, come on in. Emma welcomed. Oh, here it is. Yeah, you are. <laughs> That's Big Mick. From like the west end of Newcastle. Yeah, big Mickey work. He's a Geordie. Works on the rigs. <laughs> yeah. He's got he's got a wife uh, and three kids. Oh God. <laughs> we know what's coming. We know. We know. Me and the listeners are waiting, Emma. Okay. We can't wait. Thanks for inviting us. <laughs> Mick said. Did he? Mick's twin who's been born in Newcastle and raised yeah. Mick who's not Danny Dyer <laughs> but actually a Newcastle resident <laughs> just got out of strange ways <laughs> thanks for inviting us that's worse <laughs> Mick said, listen, I just want to say how sorry I am for the things I said. Emma apologised to Linda, her words sincere and heartfelt. I don't think either of us gave the best first impression. And I can hardly blame you for the things you said. I was a mess. Linda replied, seeming just as remorseful as Emma. But you're better now? Emma smiled. 
Her words both a statement and a question. Yeah. <laughs> I love how brief that was. Yeah. <laughs> Linda replied, her words barely convincing herself. It's a good idea, this. A quiz created by your pundas. We did a wife swap. <laughs> Mick declared, not sounding anything like Mick. <laughs> really? I never had you guys down as the type, Emma joked. It was called Ball and Change. A big hit. Linda reminisced. That sounds hilarious. Emma sounded probably quite sarcastic there. (laughs) (laughs) Emma smiled as she passed a bottle of champagne to her nan. Truth is, I don't know how you manage this place. It's just one drama after another, the young Vic owner said, her mind still dwelling on the toilet roll crisis and the looming threat of the poisoned pen pal. Yeah, but that's sort of its charm, Linda replied. Okay, what are you having? Emma asked. A pint for me? And... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that, was, that was probably the worst one yet. A pint for me? <laughs> Do you want me to be the pint? <laughs> a pint for me, Andy. Mick paused, still sounding like a Geordie. <laughs> And an orange juice, thanks. Linda interjected. As Emma poured out the drinks, Linda stared over at the young dark-haired boy standing up on a small platform, wearing his best checky shirt, skinny jeans and converse, shining like she used to shine. (laughs) So, as you know, this quiz is a little different. This is a quiz created by yourselves and your peers. So be prepared for some in-jokes, a lot of banter, and a splash of Nan's dirty humour. Remember, it's all in good fun, so any nasty questions submitted won't be read out. Got it? I love how they thought that this was going to be a good idea. Yes. It's EastEnders, it's so-called in-jokes where people are writing questions, they're not going to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a really bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) Classic EastEnders. Classic, classic EastEnders. He's a natural him, Linda replied, her eyes starry-eyed and longing to be back behind the bar. Oh yeah, ever the star of his own show, my brother, Emma replied with a smile, forgetting she was still a little annoyed with him. So, here's an example question, the boy said as he plucked up a small piece of paper. Who did Ruby betray by sleeping with her best friend's husband? Connor smirked as he asked the question, which wasn't even written on the card. I love that. So you're like, no nasty questions will be submitted. (laughs) But I'm going to make one up now. (laughs) I love how we're like these gangsters and all sorts in this. (laughs) We've distentified ourselves. That's what's happened. (laughs) We're Ronnie and Roxy. We are Ronnie and Roxy. I said it when I first wrote that first chapter with you. I said, why do we sound like Ronnie and Roxy? Maybe that's who we're meant to be. (laughs) Ruby's face glared at him and then she swelled with embarrassment. Do you think she like swelled or do you think it's just like face? Yeah, like just a like a (laughs) pufferfish. Do you think she went, I mean, I would too. I would too if I betrayed my best friend of like 20 years or whatever it was. (laughs) (laughs) And the answer is our cousin Stacy. The boy exclaimed, causing a gasp to sweep over the room, leaving Ruby speechless. 
<laughs> Cat cackled. <laughs> with everyone staring at her with disgust and contempt, the gangster prodigy <laughs> fled the pub, embarrassed and furious. Oh, as this says, embarrassment and furious. The quiz was a hit with jokes and insults inscribed upon each question, such as which resident abandoned her child and faked her own death? To which Kathy proudly announced the answer was her before laughing and telling Derek, who was sat behind the piano to play Bring Me Sunshine. She loved that one. (laughs) Oh, I love, I love them. Another question asked, what smells worse? Karen Taylor's slippers or Jags's boxer shorts. And it was only later that everyone realised it was in fact Karen who had submitted the question herself. I could believe that. Yeah, I feel like she'd be up for a laugh and do something like that. Yeah. With everyone well and truly roasted and barely conscious due to the amount of alcohol they had drank, the final question was in Connor's hands. But he couldn't bear to speak the question, his eyes filled with tearful betrayal as he looked at his sister. Right, now I'm going to... I'm going to channel my inner Stacey right now. Oh, yep. (laughs) Who did Jay kiss after the boat accident when we all went to Ibiza? Connor whimpered, his words trembling out from his lips. Lola glared at the boy on stage and then at Jay, her distraught heart clearly sensing the answer that was coming. There was a deafening silence. Everyone held their breath before Connor breathed out the answer. (laughs) It was me. I kissed Jay. <laughs> it was me. I killed Archie. <laughs> it was me. I kissed Archie. <laughs> <laughs> that will be even more dramatic. <laughs> it was me. I kissed Jay. The boy fled from the stage as commotion and arguments rang out from the people... Defending and attacking Jay and Lola, whose relationship had become a toxic black hole, drawing everyone into their drama. You what? Lola snapped, slapping Jay across the face. (laughs) (laughs) Where is he? Where has that total slag gone? Lola demanded. He might be a slag, but he's not a total slag. Not like you. Emma sneered. Besides, can you blame Jay going with him? We all know the truth. We all know you slept with Peter, Emma declared. Ooh. Burn! (laughs) What? Jay roared, thrusting a punch directly into the face of an unexpected Peter before racing towards Lola, only to be blocked by Ben, who tried to calm him. Calm down, mate. (laughs) Ben ordered. Was it Ben? (laughs) Someone pretending to be Ben ordered. (laughs) He knows Mick, apparently. Mick from Newcastle. Yeah. 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 Good friends. Good friends. Father and son, even. (laughs) Get out of my way, Ben. Jay warned. Maybe it was the drink, or maybe it was all the stress of what had been announced. But suddenly, a massive pub brawl broke out. Standard. Standard is standards. Just tell her it was nothing. I mean, come on, you couldn't possibly be into that desperate trip. Ben laughed. What'd you say? 
Cat squawked. Peter rose from behind Jay and the pair quickly ended up wrestling to the ground. As chaos ensued, Emma raced after her brother, realising that this quiz probably wasn't the best idea. You! It was you! How could you do this to me? Don't you ever do that again! (laughs) Connor whimpered, his voice half tearful and half angry. "I I swear it wasn't. I never... Emma bleated, but her denials fell on deaf ears. Oh, right. So you didn't know that me and Jay kissed? And I suppose you didn't go around to threaten him and ruin everything for me? Connor snarled. Emma said nothing. I knew it. That's why you've been off with me. You knew all along. Connor realised. Yes, I was annoyed. You know what we were running from and yet you continue to make more problems, Emma declared, her words striking her brother. (gasps) (laughs) you're just never happy are you not unless everyone else is miserable with you (laughs) i feel like that was such an eastenders moment yeah (laughs) connor angrily snapped at his sister his words thrusting a knife deep into her heart Ooh. (laughs) listen you annoy the hell out of me and yes you seem to just make drama wherever we go but you're family and i wouldn't do that to you the young woman claimed, but her words didn't ring true with Connor. Oh yeah? Because family means so much to you. Remember Haley? You suggested she went off to Spain. Now she's left to deal with everything on her own, even had to leave her child. Her brother snapped. Connor gasped as a light bulb lit in his mind. <gasps> Gasp! <laughs> cherry! That's what the cherry means! <laughs> How could we have forgotten about Cherry? <laughs> How could we? How could we? We see her all the time on the TV. She's always on TV. She's always in those cupboards. <laughs> Connor announced his mind having finally unravelled one of the mysteries that had been plaguing them. Well, I mean, it's easy to forget her. Remember that time Tommy locked her in the cupboard for a week and no one realised, Emma said. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So you really didn't write that question? Her brother asked. No, of course not, Emma assured him, her words convincing him this time. Suddenly, Derek emerged from the toilet beside them. Classic Derek. Classic Derek. I swear I saw a little old lady smirking as she put a question in that box. Maybe she's the one who wrote it. The grey-haired piano player interrupted. What did she look like, Derek? Emma demanded to know, having her suspicions already. Um, short, stocky, blonde bobbed hair. When I asked her what she was doing, she called me a pervert and placed a curse upon me. The old music man described. I I am the music man. I can't (laughs) run down the lane. What do you play? What do you play? I play the piano. (laughs) Piano, piano, piano. (laughs) We're such children. And babe, Emma snapped, her face full of fury. Johnny Allen's cleaner? Connor asked. We know Aunt Babe's not Johnny Allen's cleaner, by the way, but it all goes with the story. <laughs> it's You'll find that out later on in the story, guys. Just stick with it. <laughs> Alternate universe, yeah. Alternate universe. Yeah, we, we've been mixing times. Why not mix stories? Exactly. I thought I saw her when we were in Ibiza, but then I just thought it was the sunstroke. 
She did something to your boat. She's the one sending these poisoned letters. The pair returned to the bar, now united against their true enemy. But when they came downstairs, they were... Why was Derek in the upstairs toilet? (laughs) (laughs) So Derek's just casually upstairs using the toilet rather than using downstairs because clearly... He's just a well, weirdo. Probably no toilet roll downstairs. That could be oh, it. Yeah. Hey, is he using our toilet roll that we've just <laughs> got? Is, um, he's using our toilet roll when there's a toilet roll crisis. Oh, Derek, better watch out. Better. But when they came downstairs, they were greeted only with empty tables, disarray, and Derek playing his piano. His piano, because he's the only one that uses it. Yeah, never existed until he got there. Tomorrow, we are cutting that thing's strings. Emma whispered as she looked over to the piano. Agreed. Her brother smiled. Listen, sis, I'm... Connor went to say it only for his sister to stop him. You don't need to say it. This place and all this drama, it's just gotten to us and we're family. (laughs) (laughs) And we might fight, but we will always love each other, Emma said, hugging her younger brother. Connor stepped outside for some fresh air and in the darkness, he saw him. Jay sat alone on Arthur's bench. Should have smirked there, shouldn't I? Classic smirk in an Arthur's bench. Classic smirk, Arthur's bench. I mean, it's just hilarious. (laughs) Is this seat taken? Connor asked. Go ahead, Jay replied. I'm sorry, Jay. I never meant for all of this to happen. Maybe I should just go. (laughs) (laughs) Being very method, guys, I'm like actually running away from that seat. Connor said as he went to get back up, but Jay grasped his hand softly. No, stay. The ginger-haired boy pleaded as he pulled Connor back down to sit beside him. Lola kicked me out. The Mitchells want nothing to do with me. I've got nothing left. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so he's channeling Ian, isn't it? It is. And you're you're Phil. I'm Phil. Jay said. Never saw that relationship as an erotic one, you know, Ian and Phil. <laughs> now it all makes sense, doesn't it? No one wants to see that. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be someone out there who wants that. I don't even say that. We've seen so many documentaries where there have been some weirdos. Remember that woman who ate bricks? <laughs> oh, yeah. She's probably got no teeth now. <laughs> Jay said, crying onto Connor's shoulder. You've got me, Jay. Connor said as he wrapped his hands around Jay's porcelain smooth face and raised it close to his. Then beneath the shimmering starry sky, the two kissed as the sound of foxes rummaging through bins echoed in the background. (laughs) Connor's just acting in the background. (laughs) I'm just doing my usual acting. I've got Jay's severed head in my hands and I'm... I'm switching it. Would you like me to be the fox? <laughs> me to be the bit. <laughs> I like you. This is the first time for me. I, I don't know why, but right now, this this is the only thing that feels right in my life. The ginger-haired boy said. <sighs> it's beautiful. But none of that matters. I've got nowhere to go. Jay said. Yes, you do, Jay. You've got somewhere. You can stay here. There's always room in the Vic, Emma said, wrapped in her fluffy pink dressing gown as she held open the door. 
its light bathing the pair, calling them inside. That's such a, like, I can so imagine you in that pink, fluffy, <laughs> like, pink fluffy dressing gown. And that's such an East Enders y thing to say, isn't it? It is. Don't, you can always stay in the fic. They always come out with a cup in hand. Yeah. Hugging their yeah. dressing gown. <laughs> come on in, sweetheart. You would think, we'll leave it there on a light note. Nah, it's EastEnders. Nah. So here it comes. <laughs> Jay smiled and Connor took his hand, leading him into the Vic. <gasps> but... Hashtag, <laughs> Hashtag Jonna's happening. <laughs> but all of them were unaware of the silhouette watching them from behind the shrubbery. Ooh. Ooh. Who could it be? <laughs> Wonder who that is. Will we ever find out who's sending us cherries? Could Cherry be in the shrubbery? <laughs> Maybe Tommy still has Cherry locked in that cupboard. We'll just have to wait and find out. <laughs> <laughs> and what about Aunt Babe? Oh. There's all these rumours that she's around, but is there any concrete evidence? I mean, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting to see her. What a legend. <laughs> So next week, it's back to the roundup, which we're very excited to do already. Can't wait. Can't wait. And then the week after, you'll find out who it was in the shrubbery with chapter five. Duh, 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 duh